0: And thank you so much for tuning in to Straight Talk with Dr. Charmy Pratt. I am your host, Dr. Charmie Pratt, and in the studio with me today I have Miss Jenny Bedford. I am so excited. I interviewed Jenny maybe over it may have been a year ago, I believe. Uh, but in the interim of that, Jenny has been doing some wonderful things within her community. Let me just tell you a little bit about what she does before I hand this over to her. Jenny is from the UK, uh, South London to be exact. Uh, what she does is parent and teen coach practitioner. So she is a parent and teen coach practitioner, meaning that um, her coaching service is directly towards parents and parents that has teenage children. And so her ministry is called or her coaching is called greater elevation. And I consider it a ministry because she gives out to other people unconditionally. She gives back to those which God has also provided for her. And so with that being said, oh, let me just say this. Today is also her birthday. And so happy birthday, Jenny. Yay! <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you. And so I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Um, and this is how important it is for her to even be able to speaking to the lives of others that she will even come on the platform on her birthday just to keep us abreast to what she's doing and to also to let us understand and know why she has the drive and passion to do what she's doing. So without further ado, everybody, Miss Jenny
1: Backford. Hello, Jenny. How are you? I'm fine, Dr. Sharmi. Um, thank you so much for uh, let me come onto your platform today. It's a really honor, so
0: thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. And so I just want to do a recap because, like I said, I think it has been a little over a year maybe uh, since we have had you on the broadcast. And so I just wanted to um, take a moment to just do a recap um, and catch everyone up with what you do. And um, a little bit about who you are for those that will even be tuning in and may not never heard of Jenny Beckford. Who is Jenny Beckford? Uh, What are you doing? Why do you do what you do? And so let's just do a little recap so we can catch people up to speed.
1: Okay, great. So, yeah. So thank you. Uh, So, yeah, I'm my name is Jenny Beckford. I'm a parent and team coach practitioner. And what that means is that I support parents of teenagers to help them to navigate throughout the teenager years because sometimes it can be a bit like I refer to it as a roller coaster a bit an up and down journey. I also help parents to uh, connect with their teenagers and help them to also work on themselves because I believe sometimes that we as individuals have blind spots. I've been in that position where I've had a blind spot as a parent and I needed somebody to help me to discover my self-awareness. I also support teenagers and help them with uh, their minds, beliefs and emotions and really looking at helping them to set healthy habits, help them to raise their self-confidence, really provide them with accountability and and so much more. So that's that's what I do. So uh, it's been about over a year since I've uh, spoken with you and since speaking with you, I have been able to... Uh, increase the amount of parents that I reach. So currently, to date, I have about 527 members in my Facebook group of parents from all around the world, and those parents are able to have access to free masterclasses on various topics. They're able to have uh, receive free resources and techniques and strategies that's going to help them in in the way to support their pet, support their teenagers. So my group is actually called Elevating Parents to Elevate Teens. So what I do is I elevate the parents to elevate the teenagers. That's what I'm about, and um it's really close to my heart because I have teenagers who. Well, I don't have. Well, I have daughters who are now 25 years years of age. So they're they're twins. So I have been through the teenager years times two. So I know what it is to experience that time of when teenagers hormones might maybe a bit up and down and really had to work on myself in order for me to have that close connection with them, taking me through not only the teenager years, but now, uh, you know, they're 25 now. Um, So for me, the reason why I started up this business is really, I know what it is to have not been able to been able to connect with your teen on that that level. So for me, my backstory is that when I had my daughters at the age of 23, when they got to their teenager years, I really struggled to be able to make that connection. And a lot of that was because I needed to unlearn some of the patterns that I've picked up from previously from my parents uh, who at that time you know they did the best that they can with what they what they had and what what tends to happen in some of the cultures so my background is of a jamaican descendant of caribbean and back in those days it would be children are to be seen and not heard so children were not able to express themselves in a way if your mum and dad said no no meant no <laughs> and that was no negotiation it was not up for any uh, discussion debate it was no and you knew it meant no so imagine I was taking that parenting and trying to transfer that onto my children and obviously in the time that I became a parent that really didn't kind of work so I had to kind of work on myself in order for me to be able to connect with them and be able to be that parent that would just take that time out to listen so that is why I'm so passionate about what I do. Oh, wow, yeah.
0: that's great. Um, You said something key that I would like to ask you because you said, you know, in the era that you grew up in, um, you were allowed to be seen but not heard, and then you begin to repeat the pattern with your own children, and for those who um have children that are teenagers and they may have come up in that same era, what was it? Or when was it that you noticed that your way of teaching them the habits that you've learned was not working for you?
1: I would say around the age of when they were about 16. I remember one of my daughters in particular, because I've got twins and they're one minute apart. And the twin who was one minute older than the other twin said to me, mom, when you when you just talk to us and what you say, sometimes we just switch off. So sometimes what happens is it goes through one ear and out the other. We will just shut down because you're not listening to what we have to say. So it was between the ages of 16 and 17, I realised my parenting was, the, 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 I would say, the parenting style was not really working. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, I mean, with my mom, like she did the best job, and I love her, and I felt that I come out, I, I felt that I come out really well but I'm just saying in the world that we are living now where social media is rife and you know we've got so many things going on we kind of have to try and adapt the way that we parent and a lot of parents say I'm not trying to be my child's friend and I get that but what I'm saying is to the parents that I support is come with an open mind and be 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 that that parent that is willing to learn and look at something new that might help you to support the way that you parent your child. Nothing wrong with the way that you parent, not saying that you're a bad parent, but there's always, there's always room for growth. Mm -hmm. And I realized that when I received coaching myself, it helped me to look at myself, become more self-aware in the way that was showing up as being a parent to my daughters. So that's why I do what I do. And I know that the things that I the not the things, the techniques and strategies that I give parents, they're tried and tested. They're not something that I just write off a hat. I'm saying, look, this is what I've done. This is some of the techniques and strategies that I've given some parents. Whilst there's not one size fits all, I want you to come with an open mind and let's see how you you get on with that. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And
0: I, I want to ask you this question, because you said to come with an open mind, because you're right, some parents are like, I'm not trying to be my child friend, you know, I'm not your yeah. friend, I'm your mother, um we're, we're not going to do all that. So how would you say to a parent that came with that type of attitude, well, Jenny, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not trying to be my child's friend, I mean, they have to know. You know, who's the parent? Because, of course, we know in this day and time you have some parents that they take it to the extreme of trying to be their child's friend, right? And so they don't know the cutoff with I'm the parent and you're the child. I'm talking about the child usually don't be – they're not able to discern the cutoff point. And so there are things maybe said that can come off really – disrespectful and they're not listening because the parent and the child have crossed the relationship that the child may have um, lost some type of respect with the friend and, you know, mother kind of situation. What would you say or how would you be able to coach an individual parent in that si- a situation like that?
1: Okay, so what I would say to the parent is that I understand that you – don't want to be that parent that says, you know, I'm trying to be their friend. You would just need to look at setting boundaries mm-hmm. so that the pe- the child would know that, yeah, I may have changed the way that I'm parenting, but there are boundaries and there's some things that I feel that we need to know that you can't cross those boundaries. So for me, it would be just kind of helping them in setting those boundaries and looking at how they can, you know have those boundaries and ensure that those boundaries don't get overstepped that's all you need to do so it just it's just come with an open mind and be able to take the opportunity to set boundaries because looking back when i was parenting i didn't know about boundaries so when i decided to change and to work on myself when i started setting boundaries my daughters felt like is this serious why is, she being, why is she talking like that? Because I would, I've gone from shouting at the top of my voice and yelling to having a very calm uh, demeanor in the way that I speak with my daughters. So obviously, when, you know, when a, do- when a child is used to the parents being out of control and then all of a sudden they're actually speaking to them in a calm manner, they're going to be like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. I remember my daughter saying to me, why is she speaking in that tone? because Because they were not used to they're used to the crazy women yelling and shouting and saying, "Right, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm laughing because that's how I used to be so it's really just helping those the, the parents to look at how they're going to set boundaries, and i'm able to I'm able to set that foundation and support them in how they would go about setting boundaries so okay. that so that they know that the lines are not being 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 crossed okay,
0: great. Now, when you say setting boundaries for those that will be listening in, you know, because honestly, Jenny, some parents don't even know what boundaries are and are even right. how to yep. set those boundaries when it comes to their children. So if you can give us a technique or a skill that um, a person can actually implement and see the manifestation of that boundary even working with their teen, what would it be?
1: Okay, so I'll give you an example of a scenario. So if you're a parent and you're going to speak to, so let's just say you're speaking to your teenager and your teenager is speaking to you about something that they felt that you've done that's upset them. So they're speaking to you and then their voice starts to go up a few decibels. So you as a parent would say, okay, Mary, I understand that probably that you are upset, However, if you continue speaking to me in that tone, what I am actually going to do is say that we're going to pause this conversation and I'm going to give you time to have some time by yourself and I'm going to have time to myself and then we're going to continue the conversation. Do you understand? Your teenager will probably say yeah or shrug and then continue. And what sometimes tends to happen is the teenager will start to go back into the conversation and then start to raise their voice. So now you need to follow through what you said you're going to do. So the second time that their voice goes up another decibel as a parent, setting boundaries would be, okay, Mary, it sounds that you really are very upset about this. So what I'm going to do is give you time to have a bit of time to yourself I'm going to have some time to myself, and then we will continue. Now, what will happen is if your teenager is not used to that, they will say, no, I want to speak to you now. But you have warned them. So now you're just going to retreat. You're either going to go to your room. You're either going to go for a walk. I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to to figure that out for yourself. But what I am saying is, is that you set the boundaries because you've given them one warning, and then they've overstepped that warning. They've done it a second time. Those are your boundaries. You need to go. If you don't go, what will happen is is that you're going to go into a back and forth with your team. You're going to forget. You're probably going to raise your voice. It's going to go into a shouting match. I'm just saying this from experience. And then we're going to end up back into square one. So setting boundaries is really exercising your authority, but in a calm and even manner. That's all. You don't need to get confrontational. You don't need to raise your voice. You don't need to say, I am the mum. I am 42 age. I'm just doing it because my mum used to say, I am the mum. I am 40 years of age. I will not have you speak to me in this manner. If you don't like what I'm saying, you need to get out. It doesn't even need to come to that. It just You just need to alert them to the fact that their voice is going higher than yours. Yeah. So what tends to happen is, yeah, the teenager will then realise that actually... I can't do that. So what you are doing is teaching the teenager how to treat you. That's all. Doesn't need to get into a a shouting match. You've won them. It's just like having a conversation on the phone, you're doing the same thing. Hi, so-and-so, sounds like you're not having a good day. I'm not sure what's happening. But I just want to say to you, if you're going to talk to me in that manner, I think we're just going to have to leave the conversation and come back to it another day. Hello. You're not in the wrong. You're not being rude you're not shouting you're in a calm even tone that's what setting boundaries is about that's
0: good that's good and you know some people don't know how to necessarily set those boundaries in that magnitude yeah. so that's why I wanted you to give an example of boundary setting yeah. and so another thing I want to ask you because I know you have been doing some phenomenal phenomenal things since the last time we have spoken um but I want to go back before I, I at you this particular question I want to go back because you said you had to do some coaching for yourself um at what point did you realize that hey I need to go find me and I need to get some help for me I need to go get a mentor I need to go get a coach at what point did you figure that out uh to even be able to start doing the things that you're doing now what was your breaking point
1: I think the, the point for me was when I was communicating with my daughters and I was just shouting at the top of my voice, Dr. me. Like, it was, if you were my next door neighbour, you would think to yourself, what the hell is going on in that household? Mm. So what would happen is we have a conversation. I'd speak to one and then the other one would come in. I used to refer to it as a tag team. So the tag team <laughs> will, 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 tag, will, will, will gang up on me. That's just my story at the, at the time. Mm. And then what would me as an adult do? I'd walk out and go take a walk. I didn't drive. So I wasn't going to be dri- getting in a car. I was literally taking a walk. They would look out the window. Mum, where are you going? I would just not just not, not communicate with them and go. So we would get to the point where they're speaking to me. And I didn't like what they were saying. They're speaking to me. I'm shouting. They're saying, mum, you're not listening. They're raising their voice. It was just getting out of control mm-hmm. to the point that I thought that this household is chaotic. I need to do something. So it's funny because I worked on myself and then it's when I worked on myself, I then discovered my purpose was to support young people because the thing was is that I've been supporting young people for, so, it's probably been well over 20 years. At that time, I think it was coming up to over 10 years when I had my daughters. And I was getting all these great outcomes for these young people. However, when I went, when I went home to my household, I could not even have... A proper conversation with it just erupting. They'd say something to me. I wouldn't like it. I get it. I get personal. I'll go into my feelings, or I'd speak to them. And the complete opposite. They would just, just it would just break out into an argument. So once I worked on myself, it took me about a good two years to do really internal work, and that's when I discovered my purpose. I'm going to serve the teens, but I'm also going to serve the te- the parents as well.
0: Good. That That is yeah. really good. And so now, what have you been doing? Like, what are some significant things that you have been doing since the last time you came on to Straight Talk with Dr. Sharmi Pratt? What are some things that you have been doing within the community? I know your global ministry has uh, expanded and different things. So just talk to us a little bit about those things.
1: Okay, so what I've been doing recently is I was delivering some masterclasses um, on the topic, the path to confident parenting. And what that looked like was, it was a masterclass for parents to learn how to self-regulate their emotions, to find out how to to set effective ways to communicate with their teen, and also how to move away from controlling their teenager to coaching their teenager. And I I did at least two masterclasses, I think it was just before Christmas, uh, twice a week, in order to help the parents to have those techniques, and after the masterclass, the parents had the opportunity to have access to me uh, for five days delivering. It was a paid program, five days delivering uh, the accelerator program in the way to be able to start to work on themselves. So it was a it was a five day accelerator pro- parent program, and it looked at. Things such as um, really setting parent goals, looking at their parenting style, looking at uh, ways to be effectively communicating with their teen, and really giving them the tools and strategies to be able to do that. And in those five days, I would set them uh, tasks that they would need to do with their, their their teenagers. So, for example, on I think day two, I set a task for their for the t- for the parents to uh, do a love language quiz to find out what their love language was and also to sit and do the love language quiz with their teenager to find out what their love language was. And that's just to, to start to help them to identify what that was enabled to them to 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 break through that mould and able to be able to connect uh, more closely. Uh, another task they were, were set to do was do things like set up what we call... Uh, a family mission statement. So you know every organisation has a mission statement. You're now going to set a mission statement for your family. But what you're going to do as a parent is involve your teenagers as well to set that mission statement and put it up where everybody didn't see it. All right, so that's what I've been doing. Um, and also looking, also been uh, starting to go out into the community in the way of going into schools and really helping the young people to uh, identify their areas of development and helping them to work on their mindset as well. So I've been doing a lot of that as well. That's good. That's
0: good. And so um, if people wanted to get in touch with you and really find out more about what you're doing, or just connect, because I heard you say that you have a Facebook page um, that you have a group of women in um, over 500 parents uh, I believe you said and so if people wanted to like reach out and to just really connect on the tip of helping you helping them with their teens. how would they be able to do that
1: okay so they can contact me in various platforms so on the Facebook platform the parents Facebook group is called elevating parents to elevate teens so they can uh, request to join the group. They can also find me on a Facebook uh, profile under the name as Jenny Beckford, and also on the Instagram as Jem Beckford One and Greater Elevation. So I'm on those platforms, they're able to reach out to me if they want to send me a DM to to, to connect with me. I'm happy to book in a consultation where we could speak with them just to find out to give us support however the 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 facebook group elevating parents to elevate teens that will always be there as a free support group um and i'm currently looking to start my membership group as well um that's gonna that's gonna start to launch um i would say towards the end of march as well so there's going to be lots of happening um there but those are the platforms they can connect with me connect with me on and be able to have access to what I do oh wow great
0: great and so um as we're wrapping up is there any last words or any uh thing you would like to actually say to the parents um that may be listening in or even the teenagers
1: I would say for the parents is that I am I am I am a parent, okay, and I'm not here to say to parents that they are not doing a great job and their parenting style is not good. What I am saying is is that it's really good to have an open mind and really be able to go from the point where actually there is something that I probably could learn because I always believe there's always room for growth and always be willing to... Just look at different ways in being able to parent. That's what I would say. With the teenagers, I would say that they should never give up on their dreams. They should never give up on their goals. They should always be true to themselves. Do not listen to people on the uh, social media that say fake it till they make it. Always be true to themselves because sometimes on social media, you you never get to see the big picture. So I would always say, be true to yourself and know that if you're lacking self-confidence, there's always a way to have that support of somebody who will be able to push you into your greatness. And I believe that that's what I'm here to do, to support not only the teenagers, but the parents as well, to connect on a higher level and be able to Just have somebody who's going to hold them accountable, that is not going to judge them, that is going to be there for them to help them to break through.
0: That is wonderful, wonderful. And so, Jenny, thank you so much for um, coming back on the show. And of course, we're going to have you again because we want to follow your journey um, as you're working with the parents and also with the teenagers that are out there. Um, Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Straight Talk with Dr. Charmi Pratt. Bye-bye.